All right, with 1,320 days left to go in the Biden administration, it doesn't seem like anything is getting better. And you don't have to take my word for it today. But how about propaganda, fake news, CNN? You know it's bad if you are a Democrat and CNN writes an article with this headline. I have it right here in front of me. Get ready for this. Kamala Harris is having a bad week. And in parentheses, and it's only Wednesday. Chris Saliza from CNN. Even he's starting to get fed up with the Biden-Harris, Harris-Biden, whatever it is you want to call it, administration. CNN Today writing. The first six-ish months of Kamala Harris's time as vice president have, generally speaking, gone according to her plan. She's been a consistent messenger for President Joe Unity Biden while learning the possibilities, limitations, that come with being second in command. Now, that part I don't agree with whatsoever. I think she's been an absolute disaster. She thinks it's funny what's happening at the border. She refuses to go and visit the border. And then when she's questioned about it by Democrat propaganda news Lester Holt over on M uh, uh, NBC, you know, she just, <laughs> and I haven't been to Europe either, haha. <laughs> well, Saliza continues and writes, that smooth ride ended this week thanks to a series of events, some within her control and others not. And by the way, there's reports that the White House, and by the White House, we mean Biden and the the how do I say the inner staff of, of, of Biden, the ones that are closest to him, his his you know, his go-to advisors, boy, they are not happy with Kamala Harris making an idiot out of herself when she continues to laugh about being asked when she's going to the border, if she ever is going to go to the border. So anyway, so the White House made a big deal out of Harris's two-day trip to Central America. Her main goal, simple. Send a message to Central Americans to stop coming to the U.S. southern border, which she did to the consternation of liberals, but the satisfaction of Biden. But the visit wound up being overshadowed by her seemingly flippant answer to a question from fake NBC News's Lester Holt about why she hadn't yet visited the border. And then you know how that goes. Politico, so Lizza writes, Reported on Monday, Biden is growing increasingly likely to seek a second term in 2024, despite the fact that he would be in his early 80s at that time. By the way, I've heard from multiple people. Uh, well, I don't, I, I can't stand the job that Biden's doing, but I don't want Kamala Harris in there. I mean, listen, I totally get that argument. But if Biden is having to consider running for a second term when we know how senile he is right now how delusional how stupid how much of a fool he makes himself out to be every single day i mean he fell he fell three times that, that prediction that i made i'm still holding on to it that i think joe biden will fall again throughout this presidency today wait till i tell you what he said today to our troops in the uk unbelievable anyway so According to his allies, Biden believes that he is the Democrat best equipped to take on Trump, just as he did in the lead up to 2020, Politico wrote. 
They also say that is dri uh, driven by the idea that his legacy could be that of the president who defeated Trump and Trumpism, which he sees as an ugly, corrosive movement. We know that he sees that as an ugly movement. He called Trump supporters ugly. I mean, Joe Biden, isn't he supposed to be a president for all people? <clears throat> Excuse me, didn't he preach unity over, what, 15, close to 15 times in his inaugural address? Same people that he calls ugly Trump supporters. And we know how Obama feels. Those people that, you know, they cling to their guns and, and their religion. And, and Hillary Clinton says that conservatives, uh, you could put them into a, they're, they're a basket of irredeemables. I mean, they're deplorable, she says. Add it all up, they say, and you get a bad week for Harris. And unfortunately for her, it's not likely to be just a bad week. Manchin's opposition to the For the People Act, coupled with the complex challenges at the border. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, this is propaganda. This is CNN being going back to being exactly that. CNN fake news. Complex challenges. There were no challenges. In the Trump administration, Donald Trump and his administration built over 450 miles of border wall. Now we're seeing record after record tumble of illegal aliens coming to the southern border and saying, you know what, I'm here. Joe Biden told us to come. I even got my Biden t-shirt on. This didn't happen in the Trump administration. Nothing complex about this, Saliza. This is open border Biden-Harris policy. That's what's happening. He says, um, there's a reason. None of the last three presidents have been able to find a workable solution. Again, just a lie. Raise the possibility that Harris's two main priorities may not deliver her the sorts of wins a vice president with an eye on the top job might want. House Min uh, Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said, quote, uh, the only thing Vice President Kamala Harris managed to achieve in the last three days was avoid actually dealing with the worsening crisis at America's border. So Kevin McCarthy says that, and he has facts to back that up as well, because this just came out tonight. Headline, migrant encounters rise above 180,000 in May as border crisis continues. Now, these stats are coming from the CBP, not, not a partisan organization. I mean, they're just trying to do their job down at the border. Here's the numbers. More than 180,000 migrants were encountered attempting to get into the U.S. via the southern border in May alone. CBP said that 180,034 migrants were encountered along the border, an increase over the 178,000 encountered in April and the 173,000 that were encountered in March. All of those numbers, by the way, representing the highest numbers in years. Go figure. When you tell people, when you tell illegals, we're going to give you amnesty, we're going to pay for your health care, we're going to pay for your education, yep, they're going to come. March saw a big increase from the 100,000 migrants encountered in February. These numbers are even more staggering compared to previous years. May of last year, listen to this now. So remember, this number just from last month in May, 
180,000 last May with Donald Trump as president saw just over 23,000 with approximately 144,000 in May of 2019. Compare that number, 23,000 uh, closed border. If you want to come in, do it legally, just like all of our legal immigrants who we love, who we take into our American family. You know, the, the, the stereotype that conservatives continue to get, well, oh, you, you must hate immigrants. You hate immigration. Obviously not. We understand that we're all immigrants in this country, but we did it the legal way. I always say the people that should be the most upset with the illegals coming in to this country are the people who, who did it legally, who are legal immigrants in this country. They followed the rule of law. They understood that the United States is a sovereign nation. How come these people just skip the line and say, I'm coming into this country, and if you say that I can't, oh boy, you are a racist, my friend. The surge in migration has overwhelmed border officials and led to the Biden administration scrambling to set up facilities at the border and elsewhere in the United States. CBP notes that uh, many of those encountered were expelled via Title 42. Title 42, who did that? Nope, yep, you got it. Wasn't Joe Unity Biden? No, that was Donald Trump. I mean, all this, it, it, it's night and day. All you have to do is compare the numbers. 180,000 illegals flooding into our country compared to 23,000 in the Trump administration. And what does Kamala Harris think of all of this? What's she doing? She's the one who's the border czar. She just continues to laugh. She thinks it's funny. She laughs while our border officers get overwhelmed. She laughs while kids are literally being dropped into the United States. Kamala Harris laughs while children are being sexually abused. She laughs while smugglers and human traffickers, cartels, coyotes, they're all thriving. Now, this just came out as well um, about an hour ago. Justin, this is uh, breaking 911 on the Twitter box, White House Budget Office, and it's also in Fox Business, by the way, White House Budget Office approves Biden administration plan to retract insulin epinephrine discounts. Now, remember, people rely on that to live. I want to know something here. And and, and, and by the way, I'll, I'll read it to you here. White House Budget Office approves Biden plan to retract uh, insulin EpiPen discounts. Uh, earlier this year, by the way, this is from the Fox Business article, the National Association of Healthcare Centers said the rule would adversely impact community health centers and make it harder for low-income patients to afford the medications. Donald Trump, when he was president, focused on lowering the price of drugs during his tenure. Biden has made similar promises, including calling for a lot uh, or calling for allowing Medicare to negotiate lower prices for prescription drugs. OK, now remember, when anyone was trying to buy prescription drugs here in the United States, as far as the uh, favored nations that Donald, the policy that Donald Trump enacted, someone was getting it lower in Canada. Well, then you were going to get it for the same rate here in the United States. What Joe Biden is doing here and what the White House Budget Office is planning to do, how does this help Americans? It doesn't. 
What has he done? What has Biden done? Can you name me a policy that has helped Americans since he's become president? He's destroyed 11,000 jobs by canceling Keystone XL pipeline and then making it easier for Russia to build a pipeline. Now, Biden, Harris, Democrats, they have everything right now. I don't know what more it's going to take for people to understand that the Democrat Party right now is, a so, is, is, is in the process of becoming a socialist party, a takeover by this so-called squad. Oh, by the way, Democrats aren't happy with uh, Islam Omar and her comments about Israel uh, and the United States, which she's just an anti-Semite, and that's as simple as that. She's never going to change. But the Democrats listen to her. They have to. I mean, they have, what, a four-seat majority in the House of Representatives? They still have that majority, though. They have the White House. They have the House of Representatives. They have the Senate. You better believe they have the mainstream media on their side. This party could be helping Americans, but instead they don't. Donald Trump always put a policy forward. His campaign promise, make America great again. The Democrat Party right now is a party of make China great again. Make Russia great again. By the way, I hope I'm not the only one who is who is feeling very, very worried about Joe Biden going and negotiating with Vladimir Putin next week. What I mean, what what is he going to say? By the way, he said today, uh, I'm going to let Vladimir Putin know what what I want him to know. Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll get the exact quote up. Here's Joe Unity Biden uh, today when he was in the uh, uh, United Kingdom. This is what he says, right? Get ready. I'm heading to the G7, then to meet with Mr. Putin to let him know what I want him to know. I think it'll go something like this. Yeah, uh, uh, tell, tell, tell Vladimir, uh, uh, this, this is my last election. And, 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 you know, I'll have more, I'll have more flexibility after this election. I mean, this next week, I'm scared. Today, though, I mean, this isn't helping Americans. People rely on insulin. To live, people need EpiPens. As far as Joe Biden's concerned, all he wants to do is help out Big Pharma. That's about it. Not the American people, but China, Russia, his son, his inner circle. Everyday Americans forget about it. By the way, on the topic of Big Pharma, how about our buddy, Dr. Fear Ouchi? How about him today? So arrogant, such a piece of trash, one of the biggest weasels I've ever looked at in my entire life. Looks like Anderson Cooper's father, for goodness sakes. This is what he says today. And notice, have you noticed Dr. Fauci, by the way, so sneaky. He really well and truly is. When's the last time you've seen him go on a radio program? When's the last time you've heard him on talk radio? How about Fox News? I mean, they're right wing, aren't they? Isn't Newsmax right wing? I mean, uh, uh, isn't uh, what's the other one? one American News? Aren't they right wing? Aren't we all in this together? According to Dr. Fierauchi, I mean, how come he doesn't go on those channels anymore? The only channel I've seen him on lately is fake news, propaganda news, CNN and MSDNC, where he was today with Chuck Todd, probably the worst news anchor in this entire country. Just so bad at everything he does, and he looks like an idiot on top of it. 
Here's what Fauci says today. Quote, a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Oh, that's right. The Democrat Party's favorite word, science. So if you are trying to get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're not really only attacking Dr. Fauci. You are attacking science, he says. All right. So let let let's give Fauci the benefit of the doubt, right? Let let's just let's let's say he he's been right on absolutely everything, and he's really looking out for the American people, right? I'm sorry, but at this point in time, I can't believe any of that, and I'll prove it to you right now. Here's the headline, and this is in CNBC. This comes from July 31st of 2020. Headline reads: Dr. Fauci says all. The valid scientific data shows hydroxychloroquine isn't effective in treating coronavirus. That's what Fauci said, July 2020. White House coronavirus advisor, Dr. Fauci, said Wednesday that all the valid scientific data, by the way, this was updated on July 31st. This comes originally from July 29th, 2020, just in case you're checking on my dates. Wednesday, July 29th, 2020, Fauci said all the valid scientific data shows malaria drug hydroxychloroquine isn't effective in treating the coronavirus. They have to throw this in there, contradicting President Donald Trump's opinion of the drug. Fauci said, quote, you look at the scientific data and the evidence and the scientific data on trials that are valid, that were randomized and controlled in the proper way. All of those trials show consistently that hydroxychloroquine is not effective in the treatment of coronavirus disease or COVID-19. Now, contradictory to that, Donald Trump said this, Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. Headline again, CNBC, I'll stay consistent here. Trump says he still thinks hydroxychloroquine works in treating early stage coronavirus. Trump said this, this was a day after so trump says this on tuesday a day after this is when Fa that's when fauci said what he said president donald trump said he still thinks hydroxychloroquine works against covid 19. now again watch what cnbc throws in there despite mounting evidence that the malaria drug is ineffective in treating the virus trump says this and, and um uh trump was asked by a reporter about a video he shared that went viral across social media platforms that claimed hydroxychloroquine is a quote cure for covid and you don't need a mask to slow the spread of coronavirus i mean if it's a store-bought mask you know well now fauci says those aren't effective I mean, those came out in his emails right how come he didn't tell the american people that it's interesting the video was later labeled as containing misleading information and has since been broken down about the claims. This is what Trump said of the tweet, quote, I wasn't making claims. Many doctors think it is extremely successful that uh, the hydroxychloroquine coupled with the zinc and perhaps the azithromycin, many doctors thinks it, it thinks it's extremely good and some people don't. That's what he said. He acknowledged that support for the drug has become political, largely because he touted it. I happen to believe in it, he said. I would take it. As you know, I took it for a 14-day period. And as you know, I'm here. I happen to think it works in the early stages. Trump insisted the drug was safe, saying he had, quote, no problems. 
Okay, so this was back July, almost a year ago, this happened. Okay, Fauci says hydroxychloroquine, no, 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 no. You can't take that. It's no good. There's no data behind it. Donald Trump says, go ahead, go ahead and take it. I think it works. Here's a study today in the Washington Examiner. Get ready. Study shows hydroxychloroquine and zinc treatments increased coronavirus survival rate by almost three times. The same drug that Donald Trump says works early on in coronavirus, the same drug that Fauci says doesn't work at all. A new study shows that the controversial drug, and again, by the way, it's a drug. How is a drug controversial? The only reason they say that is because Donald Trump said it was good. Hydroxychloroquine increased the survival rate of severely ill coronavirus patients. The observational study published by uh, uh, Med, uh, M-E-D-R-X-I-V, found that the anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine, along with zinc, could increase, get this now, by the way, could increase the coronavirus survival rate by as much as nearly 200%, 200% if distributed at higher doses to ventilated patients with a severe version of the illness. The study concludes this. We found that when the cumulative doses of two drugs, hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, were above a certain level, patients had a survival rate 2.9 times the other patients. So again, this is Dr. Fauci lying to the American people. You know, I see a lot of conservatives calling for Dr. Fauci to go to jail. If anything, Dr. Fauci has to testify in front of Congress and say, you know what? Maybe I did lie to the American people because he did. He flip-flopped on everything. This is the guy who was saying that you got, oh, no, you don't have to wear a mask. Then he goes and says, no, you should wear a mask. You should wear a double mask. You should wear a triple mask. And he said, oh, I only wear my mask for, for, for show, for theater is what he called it. But then we get these leaked emails behind the scenes where Dr. Fauci is saying, oh, you know what? Store-bought masks actually aren't effective. So what is it? This guy continuously lies to the American people. And some people, some leftists, some wackos over there on the far, 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 never coming back left, they look at Fauci as a hero. To me, Fauci's the leader of, of, of a leftist cult. Some, I saw a video of someone getting a tattoo of this guy on their arm. He also said this today. That issue with masks is people want to fire me or put me in jail for what I'm done, for what I've done. Namely, he says, follow the science. It's preposterous, he says. Here's another quote from Fauci. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore, this is from his leaked email, remember, is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. So then why was everybody wearing masks? It was all fear. That's what COVID is. The COVID survival rates are still 99%. The masks, the fear, COVID coming from a Wuhan lab. Now everyone believes, oh, whoa, whoa. 
Maybe it did actually come from a Wuhan lab. Oh, well, I thought that was just a conspiracy theory that some conservatives were talking about back in 2020. Nope, but now that Donald Trump isn't president and the mainstream media got the result they wanted from the 2020 election, now they can go back to, to maybe trying, just, just, just trying to tell the truth to the American people. I mean, it is such a joke. It really well and truly is. And by the way, there's another study out, um, and this was yesterday, uh, newsmedical.net. No point, this is a, uh, the Cleveland Clinic study I actually referred to yesterday in the program. I never got around to it. No point vaccinating those who've had COVID-19. So in this, in this Cleveland Clinic study, uh, scientists from the Cleveland Clinic have recently evaluated the effectiveness of coronavirus disease 2019, COVID-19, you get it, vaccination among individuals with or without a history of severe acute respiratory syndrome, SARS-CoV-2 infection. The study finds, uh, the study findings, excuse me, reveal that individuals with previous COVID-19 infection do not get additional benefits from vaccination indicating that COVID-19 vaccines should be prioritized to individuals without prior infection. Now, this contradicts again everything that we're hearing about. And by the way, this is still, this is still an experimental vaccine. It, it, nothing's been approved. It's just been approved for emergency use from the FDA. But on top of that, all you hear... Get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. It's, it's all your, it's a commercials, a radio everywhere. Well, it's your choice. Contradictory to what the, what the propaganda, I'll call it propaganda that's out there. It's your choice. Nobody should be telling you to take the vaccine if you don't want to take it. If you don't, if, I mean, if you want it, hey, by all means, go ahead and get it. It is available for everybody. Who wants it? I mean, now they're pushing out on children. You see that? But if you don't want to get it, don't get it. If you don't want it, don't go out and get the vaccine. It's your choice. It's not the government's choice. It's not Fauci's choice. It's not your weird liberal friend's choice who keeps unfriending people when they don't take it. It's your choice. Nobody else's. All right. So we have more news. Uh, we have to get into Joe Unity Biden today. Get ready for this. So he goes to the UK, right? He's, he's getting ready for the uh, for the G7. And he says this to our brave men and women who are serving the United States right now over in the UK, quote, global warming is the greatest threat to the US. It's not the guy he's going to go see next week, Vladimir Putin. No, 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 no. No, it's global warming. No, it's not, it's not President Xi and China and the Chinese Communist Party, you know, who are holding Muslims in concentration camps and also started a world war without violence, I mean, who definitely owe us, if not $10 trillion, somewhere close to that, as Donald Trump keeps talking about. No, it's global warming, says Joe Unity Biden. That's the biggest threat to the United States. He also said this, ready? He goes, I... I Oh, I keep forgetting I'm president. <laughs> there's some, there's, there's got to be something factual about that. I mean, I think a lot of us keep forgetting he's president. Anyway, so remember now, and 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 we spoke about this, this um whole 
N-word that Hunter Biden kept uh, bringing up. This came out yesterday in the Daily Mail, if you remember. Hunter Biden addressed his white lawyer as the N-word multiple times, using the phrase uh, true debt N-word and bantered, uh, I only love you because you're black. Uh, so that was the headline yesterday from the Daily Mail. Today in Breitbart, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump have responded. This is what they say in their interview uh, with Breitbart. Donald Trump Jr. says, quote, they, about the mainstream media, they would lose their minds. It would be the number one story on propaganda CNN, MSDNC, and the usual outlets for weeks straight. He says, Don, and by the way, this is if, had, had it been him, had it been his text or, you know, his laptop where he was found to be using the N-word. Don Lemon, Yamichi Alessandor, by the way, the big PBS news reporter, all of the usual suspects would go nuts, but amazingly, they are 100% silent on this. Don Jr. said the bottom line is the left is not intellectually honest about racism. They use it when they can for political gain, and when it serves no purpose, you better believe it's totally ignored. It's a shame that they take something so serious, so lightly, and in essence, make a mockery out of all of those afflicted. Now, I think what Eric Trump said, that, that strong words from Donald Trump Jr., but what Eric Trump said, I th there's a lot of substance behind this. The really, he really puts it into perspective here. Eric Trump said this, I raised $30 million for children dying of cancer at St. Jude before the age of 30 with the lowest expense ratio of any charity in the country. But the media portrays me as a villain. Hunter Biden smokes crack, uses horribly racist rhetoric, and sells his father's influence around the world to enrich himself. Yet he is praised by the media while writing books titled Beautiful Things. Give me a break, he writes. And Breitbart adds, conversely, the mainstream media reported rumors for several years that a tape existed of President Trump saying the N-word. And guess what? Still to this day, no such tape was ever, ever found. Now, as far as the mainstream media goes, again, caught in a lie today. The Daily Caller reports, protesters weren't forcibly cleared from Lafayette Park because of Trump photo op. New report determines. Remember this in the summer? It happened around um, June 4th, or excuse me, June 1st last year. The media lost their mind. Every single person said the same thing. Oh my God, he cleared peaceful protesters out of Lafayette Park so that he could get a photo op. It's all we heard for weeks. Well, today, protesters, this new report comes out. Uh, and by the way, the report uh, is by Mark Greenblatt, the Interior Department Inspector General, determined that park police were given permission to and carried out clearing the park long before anyone knew that Donald Trump had plans to walk over. In fact, the park was being cleared so that anti-scale fencing could be installed following riots on May 30th and May 31st. Greenblatt notes, the evidence we reviewed showed that the park police cleared the park 
to allow a contractor to safely install anti-scale fencing in response to destruction of federal property and injury to officers that occurred on May 30th and May 31st. Moreover, the evidence established that relevant park police officials had made those decisions and had begun implementing the operational plan several hours before they knew of a potential presidential visit to the park, which occurred later that day. As such, we determined that the evidence did not support a finding that the park police cleared the park on June 1st, 2020, so that then-President Trump could enter the park. So, Daily Caller, Greg Price, I think, sums it up perfectly. He tweets this today. Russian bounties, suckers and losers, Trump gassed peaceful protesters for a photo op, all false narratives pushed by our corrupt media in order to affect the election while they pretended the Hunter Biden New York Post stories were Russian disinformation. He says, while cities burned across America, all the corporate press could talk about is how Trump gassed peaceful protesters for a photo op. All they did, all our mainstream media and all the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars that they are in the mainstream media did in 2020 was lie to rig the election for Joe Biden. Now, I'll give you some of the, the media uh, chirons that they ran. Peaceful protesters, this is propaganda CNN, peaceful protesters tear gas for Trump church photo op. MSDNC, protesters defy curfews and amid mostly peaceful demonstrations. CNN, peaceful protesters near White House gassed, shot with rubber bullets so Trump can have church photo op. MSDNC again, police clash with protesters to clear streets before Trump photo op. How about this? This tweet from Joe Unity Biden, which was on June 1st, 2020. Quote, He's using the American military against the American people. He tear-gassed peaceful protesters and fired rubber bullets for a photo. That tweet from now President Joe Unity Biden and the Daily Caller calls him out on it says, yeah, so that was a lie. How about this? Ken uh, Dillanian, uh, MSDNC reporter, said this to Chuck Todd today quote about the Lafayette Park and about how all, all of it was a lie. A narrative we thought we knew is not the reality. Think about that quote anytime you hear a story from these pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in our mainstream media. They, they, they ran with this. They, Jim Acosta was asking uh, then White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany, why did, why did the President of the United States gas peaceful protesters just for a photo op? This is how they are. They're propaganda. The, the, uh, I, I go back to uh, Sean Hannity's quote about jur journalism is dead in America. It's dead and buried and it isn't coming back. There's a reason Rush referred to them as the drive-by media. These people are some of the most disgusting, most embarrassing, most awful human beings that are that that live in this country. I mean, all they want is for Democrats to have power because these people are Democrats. They're partisan hacks. And all they do to the American people, all they did all of 2020, all they will continue to do all of 2021 and so on and so forth is lie. 
That's what they are. They are liars. That's what they are best at. Not reporting the news, but lying to the American people. We have 1,320 days left to go in this Biden administration. 